So we are starting from the Mishnah, five lines on the bottom of Lamed Aleph Amad Beis. And today's daf is Lamed Beis Amad Aleph. All right, here's the, here's the overall discussion, the primary discussion for today's daf. Let's introduce it, and this will be very helpful. There's a couple of halachas. There's a halacha that if a person eats truma on, uh, in general, throughout the year, okay, now truma belongs to the kaihanim. The halacha is if I eat truma b'mezid on purpose, I need to reimburse the family of the kaihanim with the keren, with the principal amount. I did an avera, and whatever I ate, I need to reimburse. Here's an interesting halacha. If I ate the truma unintentionally, if I did it b'shaigig, I need to pay even more. I need to pay the keren, the principal amount, plus a chaymish, plus a fifth. All right? So, if you intentionally eat $100 in truma, you need to return $100. You need to return $100 in truma to the kahana. If you unintentionally eat truma, you need to pay back $120 worth of truma. Unintentional, you pay the added chaymish, and don't think that you're gaining by doing it intentionally, just the opposite. If you do it unintentionally, that extra 20 bucks is my kapara. That's my atonement. It's a knas, it's a fine, that's my atonement. If you do it intentionally, $20 ain't going to atone for anything. The reason why I don't need to pay that $20, that extra fifth, is because I did too big of an Avera for the $20 to be considered a kapar. Okay? So far, so good. All right. Here's one major nakuda we're going to talk about. Do I need to pay back the kayan? What's truma? Usually truma is... Usually truma is... food that a kayan owns. If I eat a hundred dollars worth of apples, do I need to pay back apples? Or do I need to pay back value? What do I pay back? What do I reimburse? Do I reimburse an item that was, let's say it was a hundred, it was a truma apples. Do I need to reimburse with apples or do I need to reimburse with money what's the proper way to reimburse okay that's going to be one big that's going to be really the primary discussion that's going to be throughout Lamed Beis Amad Aleph into Lamed Beis Amad Beis okay and we're going to see it's a machlokas about how to reimburse that's going to be the primary discussion when we start the daf, we're going to enter, in, and it'll become clear as we read through the Gemara. As we start the daf from this Mishnah, we're going to introduce a fascinating idea, and that is like this. We know that something that is forbidden to benefit from is considered like it has no value. Right? If it's usher to benefit, I can't eat it, I can't benefit, it has no value. So what happens if I eat 
chametz truma on Pesach. Listen to this. It's Pesach, so it's forbidden to benefit. And I'm eating truma. The Kayan also is not allowed to eat this truma. The Kayan himself can't eat this truma on Pesach, right? That was the whole beginning of the parak. A Kayan burns his truma on Erev Pesach. Do you have to be careful not to make sure the truma doesn't become tummy? You got to burn all chametz prior to Pesach. What if I eat truma on Pesach? Do I need to reimburse? Or do I say that since that truma anyway was Asurbana, it had no value in the first place, and since it had no value in the first place, there's no such thing as paying back the principal amount plus the fifth. There's no principal amount. It had no value because it's Pesach. Okay? So here we go. Let's learn the Mishnah together. Five lines to the bottom of Lamad Aleph Amad Vez. Ha'echel trumas chametz bepesach v'shaygig, a person who unintentionally eats truma chametz on Pesach. Mishalim karen v'chaymish. You still pay the full amount plus a fifth. We don't say, oh, since it was forbidden to benefit from, you don't have to pay back the kahanim. No. You have to pay back the kahanim. Plus a fifth. Bemaze it. Let's say you ate it intentionally. Potter mi tashlumen. You don't have to pay anything back because the whole thing had no value. Umi And you also have to pay back the value of truma. You also do not need to pay back the value of truma as. Uh, Aitzim, what we call firewood. Okay? Because since it's completely forbidden to benefit from, if you do benefit on purpose, Yechayv Karis. Yechayv Karis. Remember, we learned there's a halacha of Kimle Bidrabamine. You get the harsher punishment. So if you ate this Chametz Truma on purpose on Pesach, Yechayv Karis, you're not going to be Chayv to pay back. If you do it unintentionally, Bishaigig, so now I'm not Chayab Karis, and the Chiyav to pay back the Kahanim is going to remain in place. And since the Chiyav to remain in place uh, is there, you're also going to have to add a fifth. Now keep in mind there's one very important Nakuda here, and that is it must be that the chiyuv, the obligation to pay back the kehanim from truma that I ate, it has to be a knas. It has to be a fine. Because if it's a, if it's a real monetary, financial responsibility, it makes no sense for me to have to pay back because this thing has no monetary value. It's forbidden to benefit from. Something that's forbidden to benefit from has no monetary value. So even if I did a Bishaigig, why am I paying back the principal plus a fifth? The principal of what? The principal of nothing? So I'm paying back the principal of nothing, so I'm paying nothing. Add on a fifth of nothing, what's zero times five? Zero. So I should have to pay back nothing still. It's got to be that the chiv of paying back the kahanim is, is a knas. It's not like a financial 
like I break your window, I pay you back. It's got to be a, a, like a unique halacha that's put into place. Okay. That was a loaded Mishnah. And as we go through the Gemara, these halachas will be clarified. Tan Hasam. We learned in a Mishnah in the halachas of Truma. Ha'echal Truma Bishagig. A person who eats Truma Bishagig unintentionally. You pay back the principal amount, plus you add on a fifth. And this applies whether you ate the, the this applies whether you ate the Truma, whether you drank the Truma, whether you wiped the oil of Truma on yourself, whether it was Tame Truma, whether it was not Tame Truma. Now, Tamei Truma, even the Kayan is not allowed to eat, right? Mishalim Chaymish. All these cases you add on a Chaymish. V'chumsha de Chumsha. And you're also going to add on a fifth to a fifth. Period. Let me add this. This is a very cute, uh, I'm calling it cute. It's an interesting halach. It's not complicated, but it's interesting. Here's what happens. A guy eats $100 in produce. So he sets aside $100 plus a fifth. So he sets aside $120 to take the place of Truma. Okay? So this $120 is, is, has Kedusha of Truma, but he didn't give it to Akayan yet. And then he reaches into his pocket when he's in the supermarket, and by mistake, he pulls out this $120. So now he has to add another fifth onto the $120 that he used. Okay? Because the 120 had the Kedusha of a Chaymish. So now he's got to pay back $120 plus an additional fifth. Alright? So that's the Chumsha, the Chumsha. He has 140 plus, right? Okay. Fine. That's the statement of the Mishnah in Truma. Let's review the statement. What's the statement again? The statement is, if you eat Truma Bishaygeg, you drink truma b'shaygig, you smear on yourself truma b'shaygig, you use the money of truma b'shaygig, you add on a fifth. Period. Clear? Good. Any questions, please ask. Now the Gemara is going to ask the Shaila the question of today's daf. This, the, today's daf is going to center around this following question. And here's the Shaila. Okay? It's a question searching for information. They ask the question, three lines from the top of Lamed Bey Zomad Aleph. When I pay back the Kayan, when I pay, do I pay back the same size, the same volume, the same size that I took? Or do I pay back the value? All right? In other words... If I eat a pound of apples of truma, do I pay back a pound? Or do I say like this, you know what? When you took the truma, a pound of apples was going for two ninety nine. Now that you're paying back, a pound of apples costs three ninety nine. So maybe I don't need to pay back a full pound. Because since I only ate two ninety nine of Truma, maybe only pay back the value of Truma as opposed to the value. Okay? That's the Shiloh. Because, as we know, the price of produce fluctuates. So that's the Gemara Shiloh. When I'm repaying the Truma, 
the principal plus the fifth, do I pay it back in the amount of food, the amount of volume that I ate? Or do I pay it back according to the value that I took? And if at the time that I ate it, the value was $50, I pay back a value of $50, even though it's a different amount of volume. Okay? So when you're, pay, when you're paying back, you have to pay a like thing. You can't just pay with like apples for oranges. You have to pay back apples for apples. Or at least, good question. Um, yeah, or, or equivalent, or a similar amount. Very good. A similar amount of whatever that produce would be. But that's, that would fall into this Shaila as well. Do I have to pay back the same volume or the value? Very good. Now, the Gemara is going to say why this is a good question. When something was originally worth, I'm going to change the word Zuzim to dollars for our sake. Okay? So, when something started out, when at the time that I ate the truma was worth $4. And now that at the time I'm paying it back, the amount that I ate is only going to cost me a dollar to pay him back. That's not a Shaila. If I eat $4 in produce and now that same amount of produce is only going to cost a buck, I for sure have to pay back $4 worth to the Kayan. I can't just say, oh, listen, the price went down, so I saved money, right? I gained $4, and I'm only having to pay a dollar. No. Why not? Why is it so simple that if I take $4 in produce and that same amount is going to cost me less, I certainly need to pay the higher volume? To like Garami Gazla. Because if you unintentionally eat truma, you're certainly in better shape than a Gazlan, than a robber. And what's the luck of a robber? That tonight we learned in the Mishnah. All, all uh, robbers, I'm using the word robber to be as opposed to a thief. A thief is somebody who steals um, undercover, quietly, and a gazlan is somebody who steals, who, who steals in public. Okay, we're calling that a, uh, a robber. All gazlanim pay at the time that you stole it. So, Mimela, the same, uh, since over here you're no worse, you're going to have to pay back the truma from the time that you stole it. From the time that you, I'm sorry, you didn't steal, yeah, I guess you unintentionally stole it, right? You unintentionally used the truma. In the same way a gazlan has to go pay the higher, uh, the same way they got, so you're no worse. Kisi bailach. So what, where is our shaila? What is the shaila? So here's the shaila. To make kara shavi azuza besav shavi arba. What if at the time that I ate, I, I ate a pound of apples, at the time that I ate the pound, the apples were worth a dollar. And now I'm coming to pay back. And if I'm going to pay back a pound of apples, it's going to cost me $4. So at the time that I had truma, I ate a whole pound, but it only had the value of a dollar. And now to pay back, that same amount went up in value, and now it's going to cost me $4 to reimburse. So I took a dollar and I got to reimburse four. My, do I need to do that? Do I talk I need to reimburse four? What, what's the halacha? If you need the mashalim, do you pay back the amount, the volume? The amalei, gariva, acha, gariva mashalim. You ate a pound of apples, you pay back a pound of apples. If you done mashalim, where do you say, listen, at the time that you took it, it only had the value of a dollar. So, you ate a dollar, you pay back a dollar. 
That is the question of the day. Quick, saying the question, the Shaila outside. A guy unintentionally eats truma. At the time that he ate it, it had lesser value. Now it goes up in value. Do you have to pay back the higher volume? I'm sorry, do you have to pay back, yeah, the same volume which now is worth more? Or do you just pay back the amount? Okay, so here we go. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, If a person eats dried figs and he pays back with tomorrow, he pays back with dates, this is Givaldic. You should be, uh, 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 what do they say? Uh, uh, what is the expression of Yiddish? Uh, something, Eiftan uh, Kepel. Yeah? You should have a, a bracha. You should be a bracha on your head. Right? So, seems like it's a major zach. You took dry figs, you pay back dates, gewaldic. Now, one second. Why is this gewaldic? If we say that you pay back According to the volume, the amount, so Mamela makes sense. Yeah, why? Why 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 is it a a bracha oiftan kepel? Why do we say oh Yamamish Gavaldik? Because the Achel Griva Gurez, the Shabir Duza, you took something that had lesser value, a pound of a dried fig that was worth less. The tomorrow the Shabiar boy, you're paying back something that has a higher value. So Gavaldik, you're giving the Kahanim back more. So that's why you have a bracha. But that's if you pay back volume. If you pay back the amount, the financial value, what's, it says the Gemara, why is that special? He took a value in dried figs, and he's paying back a value in dates. Oh, you should be, uh, why? I took a dollar, I paid back a dollar. I'm paying back the same value I took. Why is that special? It must be, since the Brisa says it's special, since we're calling it special, we have a good raya, says Rebbe I have a good answer. Do you pay according to the value, or do you pay according to the value? It must be you paid according to the value. Because the Brisa says, the guy, this guy gets a bracha. It makes sense. You get a bracha. You paid back a, a higher, you know, a, a higher value. Paid back a more expensive thing, but if you're just going on value, there shouldn't be a bracha. Says your base. If I have a, I have an answer to your shaila. Amar Abaye, Abaye says to your if nothing doing. Really, I'll tell you that the guy has to pay back the value. So. If he took a dollar's worth of dried figs and he's paying back a dollar's worth of dates, why is that special? I'll tell you why. Because dates go faster in the supermarket than dried figs. So, it's more popular. It's a more popular item. And therefore, if a Kayan eats Shuma, uh, I'm sorry, if a Kohen owns truma of dried figs, I unintentionally ate those dried figs. So really, all I need to pay him back is that amount in dried figs. But I gave him dates worth the same value. The Kohen is still gaining from me, though. 
You know why? Because the Kohen is going to have an easier time exchanging the dates for money than he would exchanging the dried figs. I gave him a better product. I didn't give him a more expensive product. I gave him a product that's going to move faster in the supermarket. And that's why it's Tavayel of Bracha. Okay. So Abaye says to Rabbi Yosef, you don't have a proof from the Brisa, period. Let's recap as we continue. Because this whole daf, until the, uh, not the whole daf, but until the third of the way down on Amud Beis, we're going to be in this conversation. Abaye and Rabbi Yosef are now arguing to Amiram. We had a Shaila. Do you pay back volume or value? Rabbi Yosef tried bringing a proof from a Brisa that you pay back the volume. And Abaye says, no, maybe you pay back the value. And the reason why it's Tavay Love Bracha is because you're giving back, uh, it, it, even if you're paying back value, it's nice of you to give the Kayin something that will be easier for him to make money off of. Period. Okay. Tanan, let's read our Mishnah. This is the Mishnah we read on, um, uh, uh, this is the Mishnah we read in uh, the bottom of Amad Aleph, uh, I'm sorry, the bottom of uh, Lamad Aleph on the base. A person who eats truma on Pesach, chametz dika truma on Pesach b'shogig. Mishalim karim mechayim. You should pay back the principal plus a fifth. Iyam Rabbi Shmuel, if you meet the mishalim shapir ali dam dam mishalim chametz Pesach bar damimu. Here's the Gemara's kasha. We already t- said what the explanation, what what the question is going to be when we introduce the Mishnah, and that's like this: something that's aser bahana has no value. So if I only need to pay the coin the value, I should pay him nothing. This is Chametz Dika Truma on Pesach. That Truma was valueless. It's forbidden to benefit. It has no value. From the fact that the Mishnah tells me I'm going to have to pay back the principal plus a fifth means that you pay back volume, not value. Because there is no value. If you tell me I'm have to pay back volume, okay, Taka, listen. Bottom line is, I ate a pound of uh, bread truma. You got to pay back a pound of bread truma, whether or not it had value. You got to pay back the value. But if you're basing it on value, the halacha, the Mishnah, doesn't, doesn't make sense. I ate something that had no value, so I can't pay back. Says the Gemara in Yitaka right. What do you mean, Taka right? Says the Gemara, Trumas Chometz on Pesach has value. It has some value. Why? Because her money. We had the opinion two days ago. There's an opinion of the Tanner of Yaisaglili who says that Chometz on Pesach you're allowed to benefit from. So maybe this Mishnah that's being written that says you pay back value, maybe it's following the opinion of Yaisaglili. That chametz on Pesach is only aser bachila. It's not aser bana, and since it's not aser bana, it has value, and you still have no proof. You still have no proof that you don't have a proof that you pay back volume now, because maybe you're talking paying back value. Ah, it has no value. Ah, it only has no value if it's forbidden to benefit. But basically, holds it is permitted to benefit, and according to him, there is value. So maybe I'm talking paying back value. Says the Gemara, no. If there's no way our missions are basically because the is safer. The safer the mission is, but if you eat the truma on purpose, 
So you're high of karis. Yeah? Uh, for, for both. Why you put it? So and therefore we have the Allah of Kimlay Bid Rabamine. But Kimlay Bidramini doesn't necessarily mean there's no financial obligation. Maybe there really is a financial obligation in place. The only reason why I don't have to pay it is because of a separate idea of Kimlay Bidrabamine, which is you, you shoot somebody in their heart and they die. You don't have to pay for their shirt because you're high of Misa. So maybe the reason why I'm not paying on, on if I do it b'mezid is because I have a chiv karis. But it's not necessarily because the chametz has no value. All right? And Mamela, the Mishnah can be uh, Rabbi Yaisi Aglili. And if the Mishnah can be, here's the main idea. If the Mishnah is possibly Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, then we still have two potential reasons why I'm paying back for eating the truma on Pesach. Either it's because I have to pay back value, or it's because I have to pay back value. We still have no proof. Okay. Here's what we're going to do now. Let's, again, give another review. The Gemara, towards the top of our Amud, asked a Shaila. When you pay back for Truma, do you pay value or do you pay volume? We have a Machloka Samayra'im between Abaye and Rabyes. Okay, we're accepting this Machlokas. We're accepting it as a Machlokas. What the Gemara is now going to do, however, is try to see if the Machloka Samurahim actually is also a Machlokas Tanoim from previous days. And that's what we're up to right now. The word is Kitanoi, about halfway down on Lamed Bez Here we go. Says the Gemara, the same Machlokas Abai and Rabbi whether you pay back the value or the volume to the Kayan, was already a Machlokas Pesach, A person who eats you don't need to pay back anything. Now we're assuming right now because it has no value. So even if you eat it from the Kohen, you don't need to pay the Kohen back because you ate something that's valueless. Divrei Rabbi Akiva. This would be the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva seems to, be, seems to imply that you pay back value. Rabbi Yechon Benuri Mechaev. Rabbi Yechon Benuri says, you must pay back for eating it on Pesach. Now, let's assume, Rabbi Yechon Benuri is of the opinion that when you pay back the Kayan, you don't need to pay back value, because it has no value. So why is he obligating me? Because I need to reimburse the value. Granted, there's no value, but if I ate a pound of bread... I still have to reimburse a pound of bread. Amalei Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, who says you don't need to pay. Says Rabbi Akiva, he says he does need to pay. What's the benefit? This thing had no value. How can you pay back Karen V'chaimish on, on zero? Zero times zero equals zero, and if you add a fifth, that also equals zero. 
Amar la Rabbi Yechem Benuri the Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yechem Benuri says back to Rabbi Akiva, I'll tell you why. Because you're not paying back value. He says like this, a Kohen himself is not allowed to eat any truma that becomes tummy on a regular Tuesday. On a regular Tuesday, can a Kayan himself eat truma that becomes tummy? No. He can't. No. Not only a Yisrael can't eat regular truma, and a Kayan can't eat truma tamea. But the halacha still is that even though the Kohen himself can't eat it, if Tendler goes and takes Simcha Kohn Shruma, that's Tamei, I still need to pay him back, even though he was not allowed to eat it either. I still need to pay him back, says Rabbi Yechon Benuri. So you see that the Chiyav to pay back the Kohen is not dependent at all on whether the Kohen had value to it. So the same way I have to pay back a Kayan for Truma Tamea, I should have to pay him back for Truma that was Chametz. Omar Lai. Rabbi Akiva says back to Rabbi Echemenuri, Lai Yaman B'Truma Tamea B'Shayim Ha'ishashona, Shav Bish Eim Ba'i Heter Achila, Yesh Ba'i Heter Asaka, Taimar B'Zeh She'im Ba'i Heter Achila, Ba'i Heter Asaka, says Rabbi Akiva, no. There's a difference between Truma that became Chametz and Truma that, uh, that became Tamea. I'll tell you why. Because when Simcha Kohn's Shruma becomes Tameh, granted he can't eat it, but guess what? He's allowed to burn it up, and while he's burning, he's allowed to use the Shruma as firewood. So there is a limited value to the firewood. There's a limited value that he can have. But by Chometz on Pesach, he's not allowed to benefit at all. So So what is Shruma of Chometz Taka similar to? The trumas tutim v'anovim shenitma, berries or uh, anovim or grapes that became tamei she'in lay bolay hetrachila v'lay hetrasaka. There's no oblig- there, there's no uh, permissiveness to benefit whatsoever, and memela. You don't have to pay back anything because the had no value. Says Rabbi Akiva, that's why I'm of the opinion you don't pay back, because the kayan himself had no value. Okay. Now, when is all this true? That when Shuma becomes Chomet. We have a Machlaikas. That's when a person separated Shuma for the Kain. And then afterwards, it became Chomet. But of a person on Pesach itself. For separated Shuma, everybody's going to hold. It's not Kadesh at all. This is just an additional halacha. And that is, um, even though we have machlaikas about how to view, this is a brand new halacha in Hilchishruma, separate. But even, uh, even though we have a machlaikas as to whether you pay back the value or volume on Pesach, says the Gemara, says the Brisa, I'll tell you something. Everybody, however, will agree to the following halacha. On Pesach, I take my chametz and I separate truma. Everybody's going to agree that is not truma. Because the chametz that I had in the first place was usr bahana. So you're separating nothing. Everybody's going to agree 
that that part of it, uh, you know, to that extent, it's uh, it's not going to exist. Okay. Period. So so far we have one we have one long brisa, and keep in mind what we're trying to do in the Gemara. What's the goal? What's the goal? So let's let's just keep our eye on the ball. We had a shaila on the top of our omud. Do you pay back volume or do you pay back value? We had a machlokas abaya and Rabbi Yosef, and we just said that perhaps the machlokas abaya and Rabbi Yosef is a machlokas tanoim. We quoted one brisa, and now we're quoting another brisa, which is going to lead us to the machlokas tanoim. Let's read the other brisa. Vitanya idach. We learned in another brisa as well. Vinasan lakayin es hakayish. The halacha is, if a person eats shuma b'shaygik, you need to pay the kohen the principal amount plus a fifth. Dovar haroyli as kaidish, which means you only have to pay back if you ate something that was able to become hektish. It was capable of becoming hektish. Okay. What's not capable of becoming hektish? So the Brysa will tell us. If you separate truma from your chametz on Pesach, that's nothing. Your truma is not Kodesh because the whole thing is chametz and it's forbidden to benefit and you can't start separating truma on Pesach from chametz dika stuff. Yeah, because the reason uh, and uh, uh, if you separate truma, it's not even going to be considered truma. And Mamela, if you do benefit from it, you're not going to have to pay back the kayan because it wasn't Kaddish in the first place. Divrei Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. This is the opinion of Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov. Rebbe Lezer Chasma Omer. Rebbe Lezer Chasma says... Um, and Rabbi Lazar Chasma is Mechaev. He says that no, Yutaka would be obligated to pay back Karim Mechaimish even if you separate Shuma from Chametz on Pesach. Major Chiddush. So Omar Lai Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov le Rabbi Lazar Chasma. Rabbi Lazar Ben Yaakov who says there's no such thing as separating Shuma from your Chametz. Says Rabbi Lazar Chasma, I don't understand. How in the world can you separate truma from chametz on Pesach? That whole thing has no value. It's chametz on Pesach. What sort of benefit is the Kayan having that now you're going to tell me if you use it that you're going to have to pay him back the, uh, a value plus a fifth? There is no value. Oh, the same svara we said earlier. What what benefit is there? Uh, the rest of the day by truma tamei that we know a kayan himself is not allowed to benefit, and still you need to pay him back the. You know, he's not allowed to eat it, and still you pay him back the first value, the the full value. On my life, so blessed Yaakov says, no. Same answer. Granted, a, a kayan on the rest of the year can't eat truma tamei, but he's still allowed to use it as firewood. So he has some sort of uh, benefit. Time but by chametz on Pesach, 
loy heter achilav loy heter asoka has got no value at all. So what do you mean paying back karen v'chaimish? Meshaychis. A guy says, again, what's the case? It's the third day of Pesach. The guy pulls out a box of Cheerios and he separates Shuma from it. What's that? Nothing. Amar Lai, says, no, it's still something. Because Af Pizu, even when a person separates Shuma from their Chamins, Yesh Ba Heter Hasaka, it can be some sort of uh, permissive um, the, the, uh, opportunity to benefit through lighting a fire. How so? Because if a Kayan wants, he could put it, uh, he could put this Shuma in front of his dog, or put it under his food. And since uh, I hold, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to gain from Chomets in that way, this is considered like the Kayan has some element of value. And once he has an element of value, you're going to have to pay him back. That's the second brisa. So let's bring this all together. Again, we had Abai and Rabbi Yosef arguing, and we said, Kitanoi, we have a Machaikas and Brises. Now this top of Omud Beis is going to wrap up how we find the Machaikas. Omar Abaye. So Abaye says, Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov, Rabbi Akiva ben Yechem Menuri, Kulu Svira Lehu Chametz Bepesach Azerbana. They all hold that Chametz on Pesach is Azerbana. However, even though it's forbidden to benefit, Ubaha Pligi, there still is a Machlekes. The Rebbe Kiva Savar Lefi Dami Mishali. Rebbe Kiva holds that even though it's forbidden to benefit, I'm sorry, Rebbe Kiva holds that since it's forbidden to benefit, from Trumas Chomets, you don't pay back anything because you pay back value and this has no value. And Benuri, who says you do need to pay back, will hold that granted it's Asr Bahana'a on Pesach, but you know why I still need to pay back? Because I'm not paying back the value. The, the value. That's not why I'm paying back. I don't pay back the Kayan for the value. I pay back the Kayan in volume. In amount. And even if it has no financial value, because it's Chometz on Pesach, I still need to pay. Because it's got nothing to do with the value. If I ate a pound of bread, i got to pay back a pound of bread, whether or not it's worth a penny or less than a penny. Gavaldik, the same Machleikas Samayram is also a Machleikas Tanam, period. You see this straight out. It's the only way, the only possible way that they can argue. Again, why is this the only way? We're about to ask on this. But right now the Gemara is assuming Rabbi Akiva says you don't pay back because of value and because you've got to pay back value and it has no value. And Rabbi Akiva says you do need to pay back because granted it has no value but you're still going to be able to pay back in volume. Fine. The Gemara takes this so seriously as a proof the Gemara says, well, now that you just set up the Bryces like this, Pshita, this is so simple. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be that the Machloka Samoram between Abai and Rabbi Yosef, whether you pay back volume and value, is the Machloka seeing these Bryces. Yeah, all right, you're right. But Pshita, it's really the only way to understand these Bryces. So why, you, why, you gotta, why, do we, why do you have to make it sound like a Chiddush? 
<laughs> That's how convinced we are with this. So Gemara says, no, no, no. It's not so pushy. You know why? Let me introduce the answer. We're assuming that it's simple because Rabbi Yechanan ben Nuri, who says you need to pay back, must hold, you must hold that you pay back volume and not value because there is no value on Pesach, right? Yeah? There's no value on Pesach. So if he's holding out the payback, it must be value. The Gemara is going to say not necessarily because remember, we also had the opinion of Rabbi who permits Hanah on Pesach. And if something's mutter Hanah, it also has value. And maybe... Rabbi Yechonon Benuri is saying you got to pay back because he agrees with the Beisi Aglili that there's real value here. Kamash Malon, not. That he's really holds, he, he doesn't hold the Beisi Aglili and he's really, that's going to be the whole Chiddush here. That he doesn't hold the Beisi Aglili uh, that it has value and he's taka only holding because of volume. Let's read this through inside. The reason why Rabbi Menuri says he got to pay back is not because of volume, but rather that no, that Menuri holds that 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 you pay back volume, and it's not due to him agreeing with Rabbi Yisaglili. Says maybe Taka agrees with Rabbi and that's why he says you got to pay back. Gemara says not possible. Imkain. If that would be his reason, he should have said back to Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, oh, but what do you mean? It has no value. How can you pay back? He should have said, no, it does have value because you may benefit. He should have given the same answer. Since he doesn't, it must be he agrees that Taka has no value, but he's still holding that you got to pay back because despite the fact there's no value, you still need to pay back value. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. A lot of cheshbainas, but hopefully broken down properly. We're up to the two dots now, about 12 lines from the top of Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis. Brand new discussion. Same topic, brand new discussion. Let's introduce it outside for just a moment. All right, let's introduce it. And that's like this. Our Mishnah had said, if you eat chametz dikatruma on Pesach, you need to pay back a keren and a chomash. I eat a hundred dollars worth of truma, and this is really any time of the year, right? If you have truma, you eat a hundred dollars in truma, you have to add on a fifth. Here's the simple question of the next Gemara. This Gemara, the next Gemara is very straightforward, very simple. How much do you need to eat? Okay? How much do you need to be Mechaev? And here's going to be the Shiloh. Is it dependent on... We know that in Halacha, Achila, eating, is the amount of a Kezayis. When the Torah says... You should eat matzah. So the Chachamim established eating means a kezayis, the size of an olive. Okay? So we know that achila, in order for something to be called eating, it's got to be the size of a kezayis. So, if you ask me a question, how much truma do you need to eat to start having to pay back the kayan? 
you might say a kazais. But now here's the deal. What if a kazais didn't really have value? So you can't like pay back a kazais of food that has no value plus a fifth. Fifth of what? Nothing? So it's a very simple question. When I need when I eat a, a truma of a kayan, is it dependent on do I need to eat at least a shava pruta? At least the minimum financial amount? Or as long as I eat a kazayas, that obligates me as well. Alright? That's the simple Shiloh. Let's read the Gemara. Two dots, Tanarabanan. The rabbis learned in Soshawi, Haicho Kazayas Truma. The person who eats a kazayas worth of truma, Mishalim Karvachimish. You need to pay back a karen chaymish. Abasholim, Abashol says, It's not the amount that you eat, it's the value that you eat. My time the Tanakama. What's the reason for the Tanakama who says that it's the amount? Because the Torah says, If by mistake you eat truma, you pay back a fifth. So it's got to be eat. And it's not considered eating if you don't eat a kazayas. It's a good svara. That's the Tanakama. Alright? You gotta eat. And it's not like it's like if you didn't eat kazayas, you never ate. Okay. Bachila bekazayas. Eating is called the kazayas. Abishol, my time. Abishol, who says that you have to eat at least the shava pruta. What's his reasoning? He says, I'll tell you why. Because the Pasuk also says, yeah, it says you gotta eat. But it also says, Vinasan. You have to pay back the kayan an extra fifth. You can't pay back an extra fifth if it had no value. You can't give anything over if it doesn't have a financial value. So Gemara says, all right, classic Gemara discussion. What does each one do with the other Pesach? The Tanakhama says, you got to eat a Kezayis, because it says Achila. Abishol says, it's got to be a value, because it says Nesina. So what does each one do? What does Tanakhama do with Nesina? I'm sorry, what does the... Um, We're asking Abishol first. The Idachnami, what does Abishol do? Hoksiv Yaichal. According to Abishol, who says that as long as worth a Shavapruta, what what about eating? What happens if if something's worth a pruta, but it's not, it's less than a kazaya? So it's like I never ate in the first place. What does he do with that pasuk? Says Ahu That's just letting us know that you only pay back the extra chaimish when you eat truma, not when you damage truma. Okay, Vitanakama. What does Tanakama do with the other Pasuk? It says, Oksivinasan. What is he going to do with the Pasuk of Vinasan? According to him, as long as you ate a Kazayas. Gemara answers, It's got to be something that's capable of becoming holy. All right? And if it's not capable of becoming holy, um, it, uh, it's, it uh, can't, you, you don't have to pay back. All right? In other words, it needs to have value. To be able to become holy. Period. End of uh, end of that discussion. We're now to the next two dots. Tanra of the rabbis learned, and so shall we. We're up to the second two dots. Um, about halfway down on Lamad Bez Lamad Bez. Ha'aychel Truma, Pachas Mikazayas, a person who eats less than the size of an olive of Truma, Mishale Mesakaren, you pay back the principal amount, the Eirin Mishale Mesachemish. And you don't have to add on the fifth. 
This is not a major chiddush or a major idea. We just have to focus on this halacha. Because until today, until today, I mean until this line on this daf, we've been learning that if you ever eat truma, you pay back the karen, the principal, plus a chaymish. Now we have a brisa that tells me if I eat truma and it's not the size of an olive, I'm paying back the principal amount, but I don't add on a fifth. It's an interesting halach. I eat less than a kezayis. I pay the principal. I don't have to add on a fifth. The Gemara says, I don't understand this. Ask the Gemara, hey, he dummy, what's going on here? Either less pay shava pruta. If the size of an olive that I ate was worth less than a shava pruta, so I can't even pay a karen. I can't even pay a principal amount. There is no principal amount. Karen amiloy the shalim. I shouldn't even pay anything. Vid is bashava pruta. And if the size that I ate had value of a shava pruta, so chaymash nami mashalim. You should have to add on a fifth. What just what difference does it make if I eat less than a kazayas? says, no, the amount that I ate, the half a kazayas, had a value of a shavapruta. It had a financial value. Since you ate, but you didn't, I'm sorry, you didn't eat. You put food in your mouth, but since it's not called eating because it was less than a kazayas, so the lacha is we kind of like go in between. You got to pay back the value of what you actually put into your body. You don't have to add on a fifth because you only add on a fifth when it has the name of Achila. Okay. Amru Rabbanon Kamidra Rapapa. Rabbanon said in front of Rapapa, Ha Deloika Abashol. This Brisa seems to not be like Abashol, um, who held that it's a matter of value. Dika Abashol, because if the Allah is like Abashol, Ha Omar Kivan Shish Bashava Pruta, Abashol said, that as long as you have value, even if it's less than a kezayis, as long as it's worth a shava pruta, you have to pay a chaymish. And you see an explicit b'risa here that if, it, if it's not a kezayis, you're just paying the principal. According to Abishol, you should also have to pay the fifth. Papa says, no, afilu tema Abishol. You could even say that the, that the Tana is Abishol. And Abishol, tarti boy, Abishol holds that uh, you need both a kezayis, a volume, and the value of a shavapruta in order to have to pay a karen b'chaymish. That's your papa's take. Papa's take on Abishol is that according to Abishol, we're about to bust this up, so let's get this clear. Uh, says your papa, according to Abishol, you're going to have to pay the karen and chaymish if it had both qualifications, a kezayis and a shavapruta. Says the Gemara, not possible. Does Abishol hold you need both in order to be chayef? It's not possible. But Tani, we learned in a price. Abishol, Abishol says, If something has the value of Shavar Puta, chayef, but the Shlomi, you have to pay back. If it's less than Shavar Puta, they said to him, This that you say, he demands Shavar Puta, is only to say, Oh, if it's the value of Shavar Puta, you're going to be chayef on Me'ila. But as far as Hilchas Truma is concerned, all you need is that it has the, the share of a Kezayis. It does not need to be a Pruta. And if you of Papa are correct, that Abishol demands both when it comes to Truma, he should have said since it has a Kezayis, he didn't respond to that. Tiyufta of Papa must be misunderstanding Abishol, says the Gemara correct. The Afra of Papa, Hadar Bey of Papa eventually backed out. 
Papa backed out and he agreed that Abashol is not going to demand both a Kezayis and the Shava Pruta um, in order to be obligated in the extra Chaymash. Even Rav Papa backed out. Okay. Now, we have a couple options here. We're up to Ditanya. Okay? Now, this Ditanya is going to take us, what the Gemara is now going to do is going to prove to us that Rav Papa, who just tried telling me that Abishol is of the opinion that you need both, a Shavapruta and a Kezayis to be high of the Karim HaChemish, backed out. Rav Papa ultimately backed out. The Gemara now is going to say Ditanya because we learned in Abraisa and we're going to prove, this is going to take us till about 12 lines down on Lamed Gimel Lamed Aleph, tomorrow's daf, where ultimately the Gemara is going to say, oh, you, we taka have a proof from here that Rav Papa did back out in his explanation of Abashol. So we're up to Ditanya. Um, we're closing in on our time. I would recommend, unless anybody uh, specifically uh, prefers to keep going or there's a change tomorrow, I would recommend we hold it here for today and pick up from this step tomorrow. There was a lot of information on today. Pick up the step from tomorrow, Ditanya. Um, and Be'ezas Hashem, um, this is going to take us straight on to uh, about uh, 10 or 11 lines down, where we bring the ultimate proof that Rav Papa backed out of his ruling. And, um, and then uh, after we finish that up, we'll introduce tomorrow, Mirz Hashem, the main idea of Daf Lamed Gimel.